Business, lifestyle, social media, powerful woman. Do any of these words interest you? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Behind the Girl Boss podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is the place where you can learn about powerful business women who are thriving in whatever they do. Get your notebooks ready and let's get learning. Hello, everyone. Um, I haven't done a solo episode in quite some time, so I'm just, I guess, going to start talking and you'll we'll talk. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but hello, welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to do an episode all about like imposter syndrome, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling you're like you're like spreading yourself too thin or things like that. Um, so that's what this episode's about. But before we kind of jump into it, I'm going to do the mantra of the day because you know we need a mantra to just get us through, you know, the day. So my mantra for the day is, I make decisions that support my values and self-worth. What I do to grow myself today will help me flourish tomorrow. I feel like this kind of resonates a lot with the episode and like what I want to be talking about today because I feel like sometimes we don't realize our self-worth or we don't realize that we are worthy of the good things that are happening in our lives or we just think that we're not deserving. Like I spoke I spoke with um with a, a psychic once and she was just telling me how I have so much self-doubt in my mind and in my body and in everything that I am and I'm always like doubting myself and I at one point I was like I literally do that with everything with school with work with my career path with my YouTube my podcast my photography everything I'm always like am I actually good is this going to be okay is this the right way I'm doing it am I worthy of post like everything like that's literally something that goes through my mind all the time and it's really really annoying but I feel like I deal with so much self-doubt and I don't know how to like overturn it I've been really trying to just realize that I'm worthy of everything and that I am good at what I'm doing and I'm going to get where I like where I want to be but sometimes it's just like hard to like think that believe that and just truly feel it if you know what I mean I'm just like it's a struggle and I feel like I deal with so much imposter syndrome and it's like I I can I can realize it like it's not like I don't realize it I realize it but I don't know how to like turn my mind around so if you don't know what imposter syndrome is imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud it disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments many question whether they're deserving of whatever they may be getting so that's literally me like sometimes when people tell me like oh my god your youtube channel is so good like you just you deserve so much more subscribers I'm like, hey, like I would love to have more subscribers, but am I worthy of that? Like, is my content good enough? Am I good enough? Am I putting enough good quality content out there? Are my thumbnails good enough? Are my video titles good enough? And like, that's something that like runs through my mind. I can't just accept a compliment and be like, thank you so much. Like, I would love to have more subscribers. I'm always like, am I worth that? Like, do I actually deserve that? Do I, like, do I? Like, that's like something that goes through my mind all the time. Imposter syndrome is basically... A phenomenon or an experience that occurs in an in in an individual so it's not a mental disorder um basically it really has to do with like your self-esteem and feeling like a failure so it also is linked to depression which is something that I don't know if you know but I've said it multiple times but if you're new here I deal with depression and anxiety so imposter syndrome is definitely something that goes hand in hand um 
with anxiety and depression with anxiety and depression and it's just like I it's hard it's hard to like it's hard to realize that you are deserving of everything that you're getting and it's hard to just like wrap my mind around it like I can't wrap my mind around it like my goal for 2021 is to hit 10k and when I hit that I'm literally gonna be the most happiest I've ever been but I'm also knowing that for a fact like in the back of my mind I'm going to be like do I deserve all these 10,000 subscribers like is my content good enough? Are they going to stick around? Am I going to lose them all? Like that's, that's what my mind just like goes through. So I was searching up different ways to kind of overcome imposter syndrome or like to kind of help me. So I found 10 ways to help imposter syndrome. So if you are someone that's also dealing with this or feeling like you aren't deserving what you're getting, listen up these are for us. So the first one is break the silence. Shame keeps a lot of people from fessing up about their fraudulent feelings. Knowing there's a name for these feelings and that you are not alone can be tremendously freeing. 100%. Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of podcasts of people talking about their imposter syndrome. And I think that really motivated me to talk about my own imposter syndrome because I feel like it was hard for me to like wrap my mind around that I have imposter syndrome and just hearing other people's like, stories and experiences and what they're feeling, what they're going through makes me feel like I'm not alone and that I'm not the only one that thinks this way about myself. So it really helped and it also helps me kind of understand where my brain was going and like why I was thinking these things. So um, breaking the silence and just like realizing, okay, this is what I have. Other people feel this way too and that I'm not alone and that it's okay that I feel this way because I'm acknowledging my feelings um and the next one is separate feelings from fact these are times you'll feel there are times you'll feel stupid it happens to everyone from time to time realize that just because you may feel stupid doesn't mean you are this is also important because sometimes i feel like i don't know like i feel like a failure or i feel like i could have done better or things like that and just realizing that okay i'm not a failure i did the best that i can and like kind of realizing that the way that I'm feeling does not define myself is super important because sometimes you can label yourself as I don't know for example like I would label myself as I don't know I'm trying to think of a word that like doesn't sound bad but sometimes I would label myself as a failure sometimes I would like if I don't hit a goal or if I don't reach something that I want or if a video doesn't do as well as I thought so I always label myself as a failure and I have to remind myself that I'm not a failure and that these words don't define me. That is how I'm feeling in the moment, but that is not who I am. So that's something very important to separate like the feelings that you're feeling in the moment from the actual facts. Um, the next one is recognize when you should feel fraudulent. A sense of belonging fosters confidence. If you're the only one or one of few people in a meeting, classroom, field, or workplace who look or sound like you are much older or younger, then it's only natural you'd sometimes feel like you don't totally fit in. Plus, if you're the first woman, person of color, or person with a disability to achieve something in your world, there's that added pressure to represent your entire group. Instead of taking your self-doubt as a sign of your ineptness, recognize that it might be a normal response to being on the receiving end of social stereotypes about competence and intelligence. I think that is interesting. I mean, for sure, like I'm an Asian woman, so I'm a person of color or a woman of a color. Um, I'm also bisexual. Um... So I feel like sometimes I have like that added pressure on me and if I'm in a room with people who don't look like me or who don't sound like me or things like that, like sometimes I feel like, okay, like maybe I don't fit in here, maybe I don't belong here, maybe I shouldn't be here 
And that's something that I feel a lot. Like, especially in school or like CJEP or college, I always scan the room and I'm like, okay, is there another Asian here? Because I always hate being the only Asian just because I feel like I don't fit in. And it really stresses me out. Like being the only Asian in the classroom stresses me out. It shouldn't stress me out, but it really does. So that's um, something that I didn't really think about until right now. Like I always scan the room in every single class that I'm in to make sure that I'm not the only Asian because it stresses me out. So that's interesting. The next one is accentuate the positive. The good news is being a perfectionist means you care deeply about the quality of your work. The key is to continue to strive for excellence when it matters most. But don't preserve over routine tasks and forgive yourself when the inevitable when the inevitable mistakes happen. This also, this is also something I feel like everyone makes mistakes. Like, you know, Hannah Montana, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, I don't know the rest. But I feel like everyone makes mistakes and it's honestly inevitable. Like there's not one person in this world that will never make a mistake. And I feel like whenever I make a mistake, I'm always like, oh, like, why did I do that? Why didn't I think twice? Why didn't I triple, quadruple check? How could I be so dumb? How could I make this mistake? But at the end of the day, like, Everyone makes mistakes, like literally every single person, no matter who you are, whether you're Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Oprah Winfrey, the list goes on. No matter how high you are in like a hierarchy or your class or like in your company or your business, you will always have, like there's always mistakes that are being made. It's inevitable to not make a mistake. Like there's always going to be mistakes. So realizing that your mistakes don't define you and that you it's normal it's human to make mistakes is something that I really struggle with and I feel like some people struggle with and we have to realize that everyone makes mistakes and that it should not define us so I love that um the next one is develop a healthy response to failure and mistake making Failure, uh, Henry Ford once said, failure is only the opportunity to define, to begin again more intelligently. Instead of beating yourself up for falling short, do what matters on the losing sports team do and glean the learning value from the loss and move on reminding yourself, I get him next time. Exactly. Like this is kind of going hand in hand with what I was saying before. We all make mistakes. It's inevitable. Um, as long as you take that mistake that you made and put it towards your future and put it towards trying to better yourself or better your work or your craft or whatever it may be. There's no problem with that. Like, just take your mistakes that you made and put it towards working on that specific thing next time. And like, honestly, once you make a mistake, you realize it and you move on and you don't do it next time. Like, there's literally, we should not be like holding ourselves so like, we shouldn't be like so hard on ourselves for making mistakes because you know what? You live and you learn. That's that's what I feel like. Um, The next one is write the rules. If you've been operating under misguided rules like I should always know the answer or never ask for help, start asserting your rights. Recognize that you have just as much right as the next person to be wrong, have an off day, or ask for assistance. This is super important because I've always grown up um, with school and things like that in a taboo kind of like setting where it's like, don't ask questions. You should know everything. If you're working, like don't ask questions because you should know this. And I feel like that's such a bad way of thinking because in the end, you should not be scared to ask questions because you don't know every single answer. No matter how like how confident you are about things, sometimes you won't know the answer and someone else will and vice versa. Sometimes someone else won't know the answer and you will. So I feel like not being scared to ask questions and not being scared to open up and just like realize that you don't know everything is super important because we, we don't know everything. No one in this world knows every single thing. And if you do, I would love to meet you and love to have you on the podcast because 
I would love to pick your brain and see if you actually know everything. But I feel like asking for assistance and knowing that not every day is going to be your best day, super key. The next one is develop a new script. Become consciously aware of the conversation going on in your head when you're in a situation that triggers your imposter syndrome or your imposter feelings. This is your internal script. Then instead of thinking, wait till they find out I have no idea what I'm doing, tell yourself, everyone who starts something new feels off base in the beginning. I may not know all the answers, but I'm smart enough to find them out. Instead of looking around the room and thinking, oh my god, everyone here is brilliant and I'm not. Go with, wow, everyone here is brilliant. I'm really going to learn a lot. I mean, this kind of speaks for itself, just turning the switch and realizing that you can find a good in everything. The next one is visualize success. Do what professional athletes do. Spend time beforehand picturing yourself making a successful presentation or calmly posing your question in class. It sure beats picturing impending disaster and will help with performance-related stress. This is something that I need to do because I'm always like thinking of the worst case scenario or thinking, oh, like if this happens, then this will happen and then I'll do this and then this will be bad. Like that's where my brain goes. It always goes to the worst case scenario and I have no idea why I don't, how, I don't know how to turn it off. Like I don't know how to turn it off. Um, so I'm really going to try harder, especially in my last year of university to just visualize the good, the success, the good presentations, the good essays, the good exams, even with my YouTube, I'm going to visualize the good success that I have in my future. And I hope that this can kind of flip a switch in me, but it's something very difficult and something that I'm like working on every single day. The next one is to reward yourself. Break the cycle of continually seeking and then dismissing validation outside of yourself by learning to pat yourself on the back. This is something that I feel like a lot of us need to learn. I feel like whenever we have a mistake or a failure or a fuck up, we're always so hard on ourselves and we like dwell on it. We think about it every single moment. But when we do something good, we can, we're like, okay, cool, did this good. But then we don't like, we don't constantly think about it like when we make mistakes. So I feel like just acknowledging the good things that ha are happening in your life and acknowledging like, you know, I did this well. I succeeded in this. I got a hundred, I got an A on an assignment. I hit 10k on YouTube. I did this. I did that. Like reflecting on the good things is equally as like even more important than reflecting on the bad things. So that's something that I need to um, work on. And then the last one is fake it till you make it. Now and then we all have to fly by the seat of our pants instead of considering winging it as proof of your in ineptness. Learn to do what many high achievers do and view it as a skill. The point of the worn out phrase fake it till you make it still stands. Don't wait until you feel confident to start putting yourself out there. Courage comes from taking risks. Change your behavior first and allow your confidence to build. I like that too. I mean, taking risks is super important in every single thing, like whether it be YouTube, podcasting, your career path. I feel like we always have to take that risk and sometimes it is so scary. Like I, so, 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 so scary. But I feel like until we take that leap and like act confident, even if you don't feel that confident, just acting confident just brings confidence to you. I don't know if anyone feels that way too, but that's how I feel. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about my imposter syndrome and just like how we as people can kind of overcome it or help it. Um, so that's what I wanted to talk about for imposter syndrome. Now, if we kind of move on to the saying that I was trying to think about that I finally found, um, it may, it's called spreading yourself too thin. So this is when you try to do too many things at the same time that you cannot give enough time or attention to any of them. And I feel like sometimes I kind of feel this, I kind of feel this way, but I don't know if it kind of ties in with my imposter syndrome. But basically, I work a part-time job. I do freelance video editing for four clients now. Um, I have this podcast, I have YouTube, I have a lawn, I have a candle business. 
Um, and I do Instagram blogging sometimes or I, I do Instagram blogging, but not as often as I'd like to. But sometimes I feel like I have too many things going on that I'm like, oh, like, what if I just stopped everything and I focused only on YouTube? Like, maybe I'd grow then. Or if I stopped doing this, maybe that would grow. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I feel like it's just my self-doubt ringing in my head and like trying to tell me like, no, Amanda, like, you can't do this. If you stop this, like, then something else will be good because you're not good enough for that and things like that. So I feel like sometimes I really feel like I'm spreading myself too thin. But at the end of the day, I really just think it's my imposter syndrome just like banging in my head and just like, wanting to disrupt me or like kind of end my flow or whatever it may be um so yeah I feel like sometimes I just feel like I'm spreading myself too thin but at the end of the day like I love everything I do um I love YouTube I love podcasting I love editing for people so I don't want to stop any of those things so at the end of the day you know what I'm doing so many different things but at the end of the day or the end of the month or the end of the year it's all going to be worth it. When I get to do what I love for myself full time, everything will be worth it. And that's what I kind of just repeat to myself every single day. Like this will be worth it. Doing all these things will be worth it. Everything will be worth it. And that kind of just gets me through it. So this was a short little solo episode, but I really just want to talk about imposter syndrome and spreading yourself too thin. That self-doubt that I have, I feel like it's very relatable and some people go through it and this episode can help someone that's feeling that way or help someone that's also going through self-doubt and just just know that you're good enough and that you're worth it and everything you're doing will pay off one day and that you got this. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. I really do hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to talk to me about your imposter syndrome, any self-doubt or anything like that, don't be shy. My DMs are open. You can follow me either on at Behind the Girl Boss or at It's Amanda Wan. We can chat it up about imposter syndrome, self-doubt, spreading yourself too thin, anything you would like to talk about. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast or follow this podcast wherever you're listening to it on. And if it by chance be Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. It will really, really, really help the podcast. So thank you guys so much once again for listening. Don't forget to follow me either at Behind the Girl Boss or at It's Amanda Wan. You can also follow me on YouTube. It's Amanda Wan. I would love to see your faces on there and get to 10K. So thank you guys again for listening and I will hear you next time.